hello, hello. Mike Chat here. I think we're rolling. So welcome back to the Veggies of Fruiting Podcast. This is really exciting. I got two more or two new mics because I have some in-person interviews happening this month that I'm really excited for. And if you guys are watching my stories on Instagram last week, I was sharing with you what the theme is going to be for the month of Feb with the podcast and just kind of like the topics we're going to be covering, which is going to be very exciting. And this is a topic that I've wanted to talk about for so long on the podcast, specifically because these two guests that I'm bringing on, I've wanted them on my podcast for a long time. And I've kind of just been waiting for the right time. And I knew one day it would happen. um, But I always just kind of felt like, you know, it'll happen when it happens. And it's finally happening. So I'm very excited. Um, I'm just going to quickly test this audio one second. Okay, I think it's working. Sorry. I just need to talk really loud and have the mic very close to my mouth, I think, because I'm watching the audio on the garage band here and it's so much smaller than what I'm used to. Okay, so drum roll, please. I don't know how to do a drum roll. So we're just going to pretend like there's one background going off. The topic for this month is going to be skincare. Like I said, very excited for this topic. The two guests that I'm bringing on is going to be number one my skin lady so for people who know me you have heard me talk about my skin lady for years and years and years I started going to her in 2018 the very end I think of 2018 and I really got into the groove of things with her in 2019 um when I say the group of her, like I was seeing her every six weeks and then now I see her every few months. It's the only treatment and person I go to for my skin. She's simplified so many things in my life and just made my entire approach to skincare and how to look after my skin so clear. And I just have so much confidence with her and the way my skin is now. So I'm really excited to share Um, We haven't recorded it yet, but I just know it's going to be one of my favorite episodes and that you're going to love it. My other guest that I'm going to be having on is going to be my good friend who is also a holistic nutritionist and she helps heal her client's skin through nutrition and helping them with their diet. She brings a very holistic, natural approach to skincare. So it's going to be really great hearing some tips on how to eat better for your skin, balance your blood sugar, because a lot of the times pimples can come out from blood sugar spikes. And my skin lady even taught me that. And she taught me how to drink better so I wouldn't break out because there's a point in my life when I would find when I would drink alcohol, my skin would break out. And that doesn't happen anymore because I know how to drink properly now. And it's honestly been life-changing. And my skin has come a long way and I'll get into my skin journey. But Anyway, so my friend, um, she runs the the Pure Life, and if you follow the Pure Life, you know that she's all about healthy, glowing, radiant skin, and teaches what kind of foods to incorporate into your diet and how to eat a holistic, um, like eat the rainbow essentially to kind of get that really glowing skin, which is obviously a principle that I live by and that I know a lot of you also subscribe to when it comes to listening to the VBN podcast and kind of just understanding how 
nutrition and food is so important to our health, our mental health, our gut health, and of course, the way we look and our skin. And I feel like beauty is skin deep, like it comes from the inside out and we have to eat to have beautiful skin. And you can just tell when someone is taking care of themselves and they're eating properly and they're getting hydrated and they're keeping up with their sleep, like they glow, they look amazing. You can see the difference in your own skin. And when you are on, you know, the right track of taking care of yourself. And I think also that just goes to when you're not and you're eating like shit or you're not getting good sleep and you haven't been drinking properly or maybe you've been drinking alcohol a lot and you can just see the difference in your skin. So we're going to kind of talk about ways to manage that, how to improve it, and some of her favorite tips for keeping your skin looking clear and looking fresh. Um, my skin journey, I guess I can just kind of get into that now. Basically, I have low-grade rosacea. It's technically not called rosacea because I did go to a dermatologist and they kind of tested my skin, I guess, because there was a long time in my life when I was really insecure about how red my face was and how rosy my cheeks were. And, you know, my grandma would say things like, oh, you have the nicest, rosiest cheeks. And other people would say like, oh, it's so nice. You don't have to worry about putting blush on. And I'm not joking. Like I literally have PTSD about putting blush on because when I was a dancer and I'd have my dance competitions and my dance recitals, they would have asked you to put blush on and I would literally look like a clown and I hated putting blush on. So I don't ever put blush on. Like there's literally, you'll never find blush in my makeup bag. There's no way. And um, I have kind of gone through a journey of figuring out what am I going to do? How am I going to comment? All these things. And I went to my doctor once and I was asking her about it because I also would flush very easily. And that was another insecurity of mine because it would be embarrassing. I'd be in class and I would raise my hand because I would know the answer and I would want to participate and I would want to get the marks. And then knowingly, like I knew I was probably going to turn red, but I would also just be like, the more I do this, hopefully the more it goes away. It would never go away. Okay. Like even if just I was in a group of my friends and I started talking and all of a sudden people started looking at me, I could feel this like flushing sensation. And then it would become worse because people would call me out on it. Emily, why are you turning red? And then I would turn more red and more red. And it was like kind of this weird thing where like I was so embarrassed of it, but I also just didn't know how else to navigate it and how to, how to like fix it. And so I was interested and I asked my doctor about it one time. I was like, my face is always really red. It flushes a lot. What do I do? And why is this happening? And she said to me, well, the best way to avoid turning red and to keep yourself from flushing is to avoid alcohol, spicy food, and caffeine. And I literally was like, those are three of my favorite things. (laughs) And she was like, well, that's the medicine. Like, that's the answer. And I was like, okay. So I tried for a long time, you know, not adding hot sauce, sriracha, jalapenos to my food. I wasn't a huge coffee drinker at the time. So it didn't really feel like that was significant. And I wasn't drinking coffee every day back then. Um, I only really started getting into coffee when I was like, probably like 23, 24. And this was happening, I think when I was 
I don't know, actually, maybe when I was 22 or so, I, I think I spent like a couple years kind of through this journey because it took me a long time to even go and see the dermatologist. I had to wait on this wait list for a long time, went through with my doctor. And the very first conversation I ever had, though, this was what she said to me. And then, of course, alcohol. I actually knew friends that would turn significantly red or they'd get these like red patches on their skin and they would really flush too. And so... I noticed my redness actually the next morning. So I would drink and then the next day I would just see my skin being like extra red than normal. And of course, I was also really into HIIT training and hot yoga. I was obsessed with Bikram yoga at the time. And I felt like my skin was just really red from working out as well. But I never would sacrifice my workouts to get not red skin. So it was like this weird kind of catch 22 where like my lifestyle was my I looked like my lifestyle was making me so red but I also knew like it wasn't my lifestyle at the same time like this is more about just my genetic makeup and how do I really long term make these like sustainable changes to get the skin that I want and to to look the way I want to look and at least how do I minimize the redness and so I kind of went down this journey where I was just trying to figure it out. And I remember being so lost when it came to my skincare routine as well. I originally back in the day, like in high school and stuff, you know, I would go to London drugs or shoppers and I would just buy like Neutrogena face washes and Cetaphil face lotions. I was wearing foundation like probably from Lori L'Oreal or something like I don't even remember what the face foundations I would wear but I remember the bottle and the little like sponges you would buy and I would put on like bronzer and I don't even know what I would wear back then obviously just like mascara um, I never did brows back then which was like the biggest game changer ever my face makeup when I started actually knowing how to do my brows and like groom them I guess like fill them out and then use brow gel that's been like my favorite thing ever to do anyway um and yeah I just was trying to figure out so I would put on a lot of makeup to kind of cover it up um and I just kind of lived my life with it for a long time but I was always insecure about it It it's sort of the point of this whole long story and then I was working at cryotherapy in 2018 and I was noticing that I kept getting these like reoccurring breakouts and I felt like every time on my period I would break out I would have hormonal acne and I grew up this is a background story as well I should probably preference this but growing up and when I was in high school I never had bad acne so I was very fortunate in that way where I never suffered from like puberty acne I guess And my brother did. He was on Accutane and I felt always really lucky in that way. I always felt really bad for guys that had acne because I saw it with my brother. But then also I was like, you know, girls, we have makeup. We have face powder. I can't even imagine if I had to go to a party and I had a pimple not being able to put makeup on. And so I really tried to just be grateful that I was a girl going through like a few pimples now and then. And overall, I've always had probably like good skin objectively because of my lack of having a- 
acne, but I would have these like reoccurring pimples come up on my chin and on my forehead. And I also would notice a lot more breakouts happening around my period. So I knew I had kind of like a hormonal imbalance and I knew that it was coming probably from my diet because a lot of our faces, like our faces will kind of represent what's happening in our body internally. So whether it's like stress or inflammation or high sugar or alcohol or any of those things. So I was trying to just learn a lot about it. And I was working at crowd therapy and this girl came in and she's an actress and model. I could tell she wasn't wearing any makeup and I was like, you have beautiful skin, but her skin looked natural. Um, it wasn't like filled with filler and stuff. I mean, maybe it kind of is, but who knows? Like, I just was like, you have beautiful skin. And she was like, thank you so much. Um, I go to this or no, she's like, thank you so much. And then I was explaining how I was struggling with my face because she was kind of saying like, you caught me on a good day. Like I've been having issues with my skin a lot. I've been breaking out. I've been really trying to figure out what's going on. And I've been going to this lady and she's helped me so much. And I was like, oh, like that's so interesting. I'm having the same issues, like kind of sharing with her. And I think at the time I probably had like a big breakout or like a big blemish. And, um, she was like, you should go see my lady. Like she only works off referrals. I'll give you her email. And I'm just like, whoa, this is going to be legit. Like this model actress girl is giving me her skin lady contact. Like I felt like I was getting this like secret, you know, high profile contact. And I was really excited about it. So I was like, that's amazing. Thank you so much. So I got her email And I emailed this lady and I was like, hey, I was referred by so-and-so, would love to come in. I'm interested in getting like a facial or whatever you do. And I'm having some issues with my skin. And so this lady is like, when are you free? Look, like come in. And our first session, she asked me to bring every single thing, every single product that I have that I've ever put on my face or that I put on my face. So I I bring them this like, bucket of things and um I remember I left that day with one thing that she said I could use if I'm up if I'm like if I can't let go of it and it was this Kiehl's exfoliating clay scrub that she said I could use like once a month if I really wanted to so that's kind of the background story of my skin lady (laughs) and we will definitely get into the journey it's been with her but essentially since my skin lady I've had hardly any breakouts no more blemishes a lot of redu- reducing my my redness and I know I'm kind of jumping over the place here but when I did go to my dermatologist specialist for my skin that was when I learned it wasn't rosacea it was something to do with the capillaries being really close to the surface of my cheeks they said that the only kind of source of action to get rid of them is like a light therapy laser where they actually zap out the capillaries and I never went down that route because I don't know actually why I think there's downtime involved and it was the summer and I think it's kind of expensive and I wasn't really like obsessed with my skin yet and I wasn't really like I don't know I just thought okay like this is great information I'm gonna I'm gonna file this somewhere and like come back to it if I feel like this is something I really want to invest in and um yeah, I just like reflecting back on my my whole like skin journey and where I'm at now. I just feel so grateful that I've met my skin lady because I remember going to Sephora and spending 
hundreds of dollars on new makeup, new products, new skincare lines. And I felt so lost. And I didn't know if what I was buying for my skin was good for it. I thought it was. I would follow these girls on Instagram and YouTube and watch their videos and I would look at their products and I would just kind of like buy products that they would recommend if I thought they had nice skin. And if they said something that I was like, oh, that's what I deal with or oh, that would maybe help me. I remember making like turmeric and honey paste and putting on my pimples. And that's the thing. Like I didn't even know how to take care of my pimples. And with my skin lady, like I know exactly what to do now and I know how to even just like pop them without causing marks and big indents and cuts and all those things. So I learned so much through her. I'm so, so grateful and it's going to be such a good episode. I'm so happy that she's agreed to come on and she's super chill about it. She's like, oh, for sure. Like, are you sure you want me on your podcast? I'm like, yes, I want you on my podcast. So I'm really happy that she will be coming on. And you'll learn a lot more to come on that episode. But yeah, I just wanted to really do this skin series because I feel like skincare is such a hot topic these days. And maybe it always has been. I'm just now kind of understanding that a lot of people do care about it. And I have had a few of you ask me like, share your products. What do you use on your face? Like would love to see your skincare routine. I kind of laugh because I've never seen myself as someone who's been like, okay, guys, I'm going to show you my skin routine. Here we go. But I do like to share products now and then that I think are beneficial, especially when it does come to zero waste. I have shared kind of how I take off my makeup with my makeup remover cloth that I love. And um, my skin lady also taught me to kind of use like a wet face cloth afterwards just to really wipe off your skin. And ever since I started doing that, I can see afterward there's like a little bit of residue for makeup afterwards. And I don't even wear a lot of makeup. So that's something that I definitely recommend right now if you are listening. Um, always make sure to wipe your face after you wash your face with like a nice little warm face cloth just to really get off any residue of makeup. It also just feels so nice. It's like a relaxing kind of way to end the whole experience and yeah I want to just share some clarity I also um, just feel like people sometimes forget how to look after their skin properly and they get kind of obsessed with like looking perfect and I think with social media right now there's so much out there when it comes to First of all, how to take care of your skin, but also just the standard of beauty and what you're seeing on the internet when you're seeing girls on TikTok or Instagram or wherever they are. A lot of them have filters on and you're comparing what you look like in the morning when you look at your face in the mirror and then what these girls are looking like with a filter on. And it's really disheartening. And I just want to be someone who can help share a little bit of my own my own journey through that but then also kind of like a really realistic approach to how to take care of your skin and how not to compare it to other people and to just really embrace the natural beauty that you have and to remember that a lot of Instagram and a lot of social media I should just say a lot of social media is all fake and filtered and edited and it's just like sometimes really tough to really even just find influencers who come on and don't do a filter And I feel like I've tried to do that a lot, actually, like speaking from personal experience. I try not to use filters when I come onto stories or when I post post pictures. And for the most part, I don't. I feel like 
95% of my stuff is unfiltered. But there's a few times when like all of a sudden I look in the face, my face in the mirror or on the camera and I'm like, I want to put a filter on like and I try to do it as natural as I can. But it's completely, you know, smoothing out your face and making your eyes brighter and your lips bigger and your nose skinnier. And it's kind of like messed up, honestly. It's just it's really upsetting. And I think you start to even compare your own face to that filter. And then you're, you get this like face dysmorphia, I swear, because you're using this filter online all the time. And then in real life, you'd obviously don't look like that. And I know girls personally that online, they always have a filter on and their face always looks so different. And then when I see them in real life, I don't even think that looks like them. So I think that having just like a conversation around that is beautiful, amazing, um, it's really hard as a woman you have so much pressure to be beautiful and in society we get a lot of our acceptance and validation and worth from looking good and from people finding us attractive so it's kind of like a double-edged sword (laughs) where like you want to obviously be accepted and valued in society and if that's going to be done through your looks, like it's kind of shitty that that happens that way, but it can get you further in life. And I feel like it's, it'd be dumb and delusional for me to be like, don't care what you look like. It's not about that. I just want you to care about the way you take care of yourself. And it's about like the thoughts you, you have with yourself, what you say to yourself, and then the confidence of taking care of yourself and your skin the best way. And I just want this month of episodes to really give you that confidence to go into the world knowing what you want to put on your face, how you want to take care of yourself, confidence in the products you're buying and the facial treatments that you're choosing and not trying to do it out of self-hate, out of self-love and not trying to do it out of comparison. You know, like this is what's best for you and your body and your skin type because everyone's different. And that's also something that I've had to kind of just embrace as well. Like my skin's very sensitive and I can't just throw on a beanie and go out for the day. Like my, my forehead will break out if I don't wear cashmere. And, um, it's kind of like this joke me, my skin lady, however, she's like, you have princess skin. Like you can't just wear anything on your face. You have to make sure that you're not putting specific things on your face. And so I am very picky in particular now about what I, you know, use and put on and the hats and everything that I wear. So, um, yeah, I just hope that this is helpful. I hope that it helps kind of guide you if you're lost. And again, this is going to be kind of like my approach for these series is just really going to be, um, trying to remember like what I needed back then. Like who did I, what was I looking for to learn and to know about when it comes to skincare that I felt like I was searching for endlessly back in the day. And I, I just, yeah, I remember how lost I was and I was so confused about what to be doing and what, what, what meant and like what different facials did what, and there's so much out there to choose from. So I'm really, really excited to share everything that I've learned and especially have these two guests who are experts when it comes to skincare and creating like really healthy, vibrant skin naturally and just really embracing your natural beauty, I think is kind of the best move. So yeah, very excited. And this is going to be my fourth series on the podcast. So 
If you're an OG, you know that I've done three different types of podcast series. I first launched the podcast doing a plant-based series. Second one was the opiate crisis in Vancouver and just drug use and addiction. And then the third one was self-growth series. So I interviewed different people on different like aspects of self-growth. And then this is going to be the skincare series. So I'm very, very excited and just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you have been liking the podcast, you can subscribe and follow on Spotify. So that way you know when the next episode will be out and you won't miss anything. Also just helps with me with the downloads and we love the support. So thank you so much. I hope you guys are all doing well. We will chat next time. Until then, bye.